This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. Greetings, everyone. Your Kickin' Life guru, Master Rich Grogan here, ready to rock your world with another exciting Kickin' Life podcast. What's our mission? Our mission is to help you believe in yourself, to live your best kickin' life, your best possible life, a life of honor, a life of integrity, a life of respect, to help our society become its very, very best, a society that's happier, a society that's healthier, a society that's safer. But guess what? That starts with you, and I'm here to help you. I'm going to give you the best kick in life you can possibly want. I believe you can. Now you got to believe that you can to live your best kick in life. Greetings, everyone. Your kick in life guru, Master Rich Grogan here. Hope you're having a fantastic day. Coming to you live here from Lineup Media Group, Lineup Media FM, with another kick in life podcast. Now, today we're going to start off with a little quote, and the quote is, God has given us two hands, one to receive with, and the other to give with. Now, I want you to think about that as we move forward through this podcast and through the rest of your week. What does that really mean? Well, it means we're put on this planet to help others. Yeah, we've got to do what we need to do to help ourselves become our very best. And it starts with us because if you don't feel great about yourself, it's going to be very, very difficult for you to help anybody else out because no one wants to be motivated, nor can anyone be motivated by someone who's down and out. Now, I'm not saying every day is sunshine and rainbows, and this whole podcast is all about being knocked to the deck and getting your butt back up and saying, hey, let's do this thing again. I know I can do a better job next time. But all in all, the world's a pretty good place. Now, not if you listen to the, the media, and the media, I'm telling you, if you want to improve your life, I'm going to give you a tip right off the bat here, turn off the media. Also, don't listen or believe everything on Facebook. You know, this, I was talking to somebody earlier today, and they were talking about how uh, if the only source of information you get is from Facebook, wow, I can't imagine what kind of life you're living. And they're exactly right. I remember a few years back when the Internet started really booming and big, and I had a buddy that believed absolutely everything he read on the Internet. He said uh, he would come up with some wild statistic or fact or whatever, and I said, Where, where'd, you, where'd you read that at? Well, it was on the Internet. And I'm like, do you really believe everything you read on the Internet? And his answer was yes. So teach their own. I'm not here to tell you not to believe what you read on the Internet. But I am here to tell you, look, you want to live your best possible life. You've got to eliminate all the negative sources. You've got to eliminate all the negative outlets and believe in yourself. Read things that are positive and uh And, of course, the whole thing, believe in yourself to help others. So one more time back on the quote there, God has given us two hands, one to receive with, and that's going to help us become the best we can be, and the others to give with, to give others. And to follow that quote up, one of my favorites, you're going to hear me say this a ton during all my podcasts, I'm a big, huge Zig Ziglar fan, extremely motivational speaker. I mean, this guy has it all. If you haven't checked out Zig Ziglar, you'll check it out. Unfortunately, he passed away a few years ago, but still his messages are just as strong today as they were when he was. Uh, motivating and inspiring all of us. And that quote is, how do you get everything you want in life? And I think that's essential. People want to know, man, what can I do to be my best? What can I do to get what I truly want in life? Now, I can't tell you what you want. I can't tell you what your definition of success is. That's something for you to figure out. Uh, I run into people all the time. They say, hey, can, can you help me become successful? And I'm like, well, what do you want to do? What do you want to be successful in? I don't know, just be successful. Well, (laughs) you have to have some kind of roadmap and some type of goal in order to determine what type of success you want. So anyway, back to the quote. The quote is from Zig Ziglar. How do you get what you want in life? The way you get what you want 
is by helping enough other people get what they want, by inspiring, motivating, and simply lending that other hand, that helping hand, to lift somebody else up, to make them feel better about themselves. And I promise, that's tenfold, baby. It comes right back at you. The more you do to help somebody else, the more you're going to feel better about yourself, and the better you feel about yourself, the more you're going to want to do to help other people out. So you've got that revolving door, that endless cycle of doing good deeds. Now, let me tell you something that happens, and I'm just as guilty of this. I'll get, you know, 100, maybe even sometimes, if I'm lucky, a 1,000 different likes, shares, comments on my blog post and uh, videos. And then, lo and behold, I get one person that, for whatever reason, they don't, they don't like me, they don't like the post, whatever it is, and boy, that one cuts deep. So I'm thinking, why in the world am I letting one? I got 1,000 compliments here, 1,000 praises, but I'm going to let this one bring me down? Come on, I'm better than that. And I got to remind myself of that because being human, you want to do what you can to help others. And I know we all say this, and uh, I'm going to share something with you. I, I just oh goodness gracious! Last month, I was in Chicago, and I had an opportunity to meet one of my uh, one of my mentors, Jack Canfield. He he's uh, Chicken Soup for the Soul book series and the Success Principles. And I'll touch on the number one success principle, which really helped me out, and I think it also helped you out as well. But anyway, my question: I had a nice, uh, a good one-on-one with him for some time, and uh, I also got a little video endorsement from him saying follow this guy. So I felt pretty good about that, Jack Canfield. Anyway, I asked him during our little one-on-one session, hey, what, what do I need to do to combat that? And I'm telling everybody else, don't worry about what others say. Don't worry about what others think. You be you. You live your own best life, and you believe in the value that you're bringing to the world. But yet, when I get hit with something, I'm like, man, it almost feels like a little bit of a hypocrite here. And I'm sure a lot of people out there can, uh, can side with that and understand what I'm going through. His comment was, plain and simple, you can't please everybody. You can't. Not everybody likes peaches. Not everybody likes the color blue. Not everybody likes the Dallas Cowboys. Whoa, did I just say the Dallas Cowboys? Yeah, I'm a big, huge Cowboys fan, and I'm going to touch a little bit later on Tony Romo and that, I mean, what a class act. This guy, with his character, his integrity, his honor, and the respect he showed for, well, himself, but by respecting himself, he was able to respect the team and put team above self. And I'll touch a little bit more on that later, but while I'm talking about the Cowboys, the Dallas Cowboys, that is, 8-1 record, I'm also on another podcast called Cowboys Podcast with Jono and Steve-O, so make sure you check that one out. Out, uh, uh, when you're searching through different podcasts. It's a good one. we got a great blend going back and forth. And, of course, we talk about Cowboy football. Now, if you're not a Cowboys fan and you like football, even if you don't like football, just listening to the three of us is pretty inspiring. And it's a lot of fun, too. So, anyway, back to what I was talking about, if I can get back on the train of thought there about believing yourself. Well, Jack Canfield uh, mentioned something that I've heard, I've read, and it just sometimes it takes that right impact or that right timing to really make it stick. And his thing was about you're not going to please everybody, not everybody's going to like what you like, and not everybody's going to agree with you. We've all heard that. We know that. But the thing that he said that really hit home, the average person has roughly 70,000 thoughts that pop in their head every day, 70,000. So chew on that for a minute, will you? 70,000. Well, I've got a little bit of, uh, I guess, ADD, ADHD, a lot of extra energy. So I'm guessing I probably got anywhere from, I don't know, 150 to 200,000 thoughts that pop into my head. So sometimes it's hard to organize those thoughts and tell you what, exactly what I'm trying to say or what to talk about here. Now, the whole idea is I'm going to give everything I got. That's what I do with everything I do. So this is going to be no different. I'm going to come from the heart, baby. I'm going to be honest with you. 
honor, integrity, and respect are my core values, but honesty is another one. I'm never, ever, and listen to me here, never am I going to lie to you and tell you something that isn't right because that's not doing you any good, okay? It's like rewarding bad behavior or poor behavior. What is that really doing? Now, I'm not saying we need to be cruel to others, but I am saying, look, we got to hold people accountable for actions that aren't going to help them become their very, very best. Sooner or later, the truth comes out. Sooner or later, they find out, man, why don't you do anything to help me? So I want to do what I can. Now, with along with that, um, and I'm off on a little another sidebar here. It's, that's kind of how this show is going to be. One thought leads to another. But along with that, I've mentioned before, and some of you have seen my video blogs and my uh, written blogs, I reference my grandma a lot. Now, unfortunately, my grandma passed away a few years ago, but she was my cornerstone. Now, I love my parents to death, too. But when I was going through the teenage years and the years of trying to figure out who the heck I was, uh, parents and I didn't get along very well. And I think that's uh, the same with most teenagers uh, when they're going through. I've got a teenager of my own now, so I'm doing everything I can to be my very best, be my very best, the very best dad, parent. But yet, he's my son. I love him more than anything. But, uh, you know, show him and maybe teach him a little bit better than I was taught. Now, like I said, I'm not blaming my parents. They did the best they can. Now, being a parent of three kids myself, I realize there's no parenting manual out there how to do this thing. It's all about trial and error. But the number one thing, I'm going to uh, talk to you parents out there, that all kids need is attention. You got to pay attention to them. You got to talk to them. You got to communicate with them. Communication is such a huge thing that is often overlooked. It's the easiest thing to do, but it's the most overlooked thing. Divorce rate, you know what the number one reason for divorce is? Poor communication. You know what the number one reason for parent and, and uh, teenager arguments? Miscommunication or no communication at all. Just talk to them, okay? Do your best with that. Anyway. Back to Jack Canfield. With all that being said, I think I've got my thoughts on straight now um, with, uh, with Jack Canfield. He had said something like this. He said, look, you go out there. You be the person you were born to be. Do what you know you're supposed to do, your God-given abilities. And if people don't like you because of that, so be it. So be it. Okay? It's uh, um, the uh, – read this – oh, goodness gracious, I'm not sure when I read this. But I want you to listen to this point and think about this for a minute. This may throw you for a little bit of a loop, but think about it. What other people think of you is none of your business. What? I know that's the craziest thing. When I first read that, I thought it was great, me personally. I read it again, read it again, read it again. And here I am talking one-on-one with Jack Canfield. And what's he do? Comes out with a big old right hook. Bang! Hey, what other people think of you is none of your business. Like, oh my gosh. I knew that. I'd read that. I'd heard that. Heck, I've said that. But coming from uh, you know one of my mentors, it really meant a lot. So there we go. Something uh, something else I want you to think about. When you go out into the world, now there's a lot of negativity out in the world, as we've just talked about here. When you go out there, I want you to think about a, a soldier going into battle. Now, they don't go into battle in just their underwear. They go in there, they've got on their, uh, their, <laughs> their Teflon, they've got on their armor, they've got on everything they need to protect themselves. So I want you to use this podcast here or any other motivational inspiring podcast that helps you believe in yourself and I want you when you go out into the world put on your armor your armor of positivity your armor to say you know what I'm going to stand up to the negative arrows out there I'm going to stand up to the negativity that's going to try and penetrate my positive armor suit here because I'm telling you it's going to be there now you've got two choices you can be positive and let those things bounce off or you can let them beat you down now I'm not perfect, and by all means, you're going to hear me say this a lot. Everybody out there listening, I guarantee I've made more mistakes than you've made. However, I've done my absolute very best 
to learn from those mistakes and not repeat those mistakes. And that's about the best advice I can give from you. Now, if there's anybody out there listening that's never made a mistake, holy cow, <laughs> I, I, I need to meet you, okay? And maybe you can help me out. But if everybody else out there that's, you know, living in reality and, and, and not <laughs> in this world, You've made mistakes, okay? I'm not here to accuse you and blame you and this and that, but I'm telling you, those things are in the past. Forget about them. They're over. They're in the past. They're in the past for a reason because that's how you learn. Now, there's an old saying, he with few failures or he with few mistakes, or she, is a person who hasn't lived. So if you don't have any mistakes at all, I guess that's great living in that perfect world, but I'm guessing, I'm guessing you really haven't experienced life. You really haven't challenged yourself to be your very, very best. And that's what I want to do with this podcast. And that's what I want to do. Every time you hear my voice, think about, bang, the Kicking Life Guru is hitting me with another right cross saying, come on, you're better than that. Believe in yourself and live your best life. And once again, living your best life is taking care of you in order to better serve and better take care of other people. Now, to be honest... I had a little bit of a tough time. I was like, well, I want to help everybody else. I want to help everybody else. I want to help everybody else, which is great. You know, it's very commendable. It's very Mother Teresa-like, which is great. But if I don't take care of me, if you don't take care of you, you're going to be no good to anybody else. So with that being said, you've got to make sure that you're doing the right things. Make sure you're eating the right foods. Make sure you're exercising, okay? Because that's the number one. And the number one thing that people hear all the time, and I say it too Some. I need to smack myself around. And by saying this to you, it's going to inspire and motivate me. So already, by you listening to this and me doing this, you're helping me, and hopefully I'm helping you as well. That's the gift that keeps on giving back and forth. Also, uh, here's another little sidebar here. I love comedy, okay? So I'm going to be throwing all kinds of comedic things at you. You know, the gift that keeps on giving for all our friends out there that don't get that Christmas vacation, right? Uh, Eddie, when Clark gets the Jelly of the Month Club, Clark, that's the gift that keeps on giving the whole year. That it is, Edward. So there you go. There's my goofy line, at least for this 15-minute segment <laughs> of, uh, of a little Christmas vacation quote. So, but back at it there. You have got to believe in you. Now, is it easy to exercise every day? Well, it is. But then it's not because our days are wrapped up with running kids here and there and our boss is, you know, we're late on a, an assignment or an appointment or we're, you know, our, our sales figures are down or we're going to school. Life gets in the way of life. And it's a weird thing a saying Jim Rome talks about all the time. And he says, life is what happens when you are trying to live. And what that means is life's going to go on by. You're going to look in the mirror one day and you're going to say, what the, who is that person? Well, that's you. That's you, and that happens. So I highly encourage looking in the mirror a lot. Now, I'm not saying you have to be narcissistic about it, but I am saying look at that person in the mirror. And old Michael Jackson had a song not too long ago, even if you're not a Michael Jackson fan, which eh, I guess he was a pretty good musician, but I'll just leave that alone. But he did have a song about the man in the mirror, and that's where it starts. It all starts with that man in the mirror, that person that is but you, and you know you better than anybody else knows you. So only you can help you. Like I mentioned earlier, people all the time say, hey, how, can, can you help me? Can you help me? Heck yeah, I'll do my best, but I can only give you the tools. You have to use the tools. I can only suggest things to you. You have to be the one to take charge and to actively do it. And that all starts with looking in the mirror. So I know I mentioned about Tony Romo. And uh, even if you're not a Cowboys fan, I'm telling you what, it, the, you, you need to check this out. It was all about Tony Romo's speech about moving through – um, 
uh, he's kind of dealing with a, a lot of adversity, a lot of challenges. He's been injured the last two years and uh, were broken back and broken spine and uh, surgery after surgery. Anyway, the Cowboys are off to the best start they've, they've ever had. They're 8-1. And they've got a rookie quarterback, Nick Prescott. And this kid's a stud. I mean, he's really tearing it up, doing a great job. Now, Tony Romo's a competitor, a huge competitor. He wants to be out on the field. He wants to prove all the naysayers and the doubters wrong. He wants to lead his team to a championship because that's what quarterbacks do, and that's what people with Tony Romo's character, that's what they do. But also, Tony showed more of his class, his character, his honor, his integrity and respect by putting the team first. He flat out panned down and said, look, I'm not going to create a distraction. I'm not going to take away something magical. And he used the word magical. Now, think about that for a minute. Anybody that's an athlete, even if you're not an athlete, if you've been to your kid's sporting event, you know the kids are the leaders on the team. And, you know, sometimes, unfortunately, the leaders on the team aren't always the best role models. A true leader is what Tony Romo displayed here. He went out and he says, I'm not going to let something magical. He said the word magical, as I just said, about another man doing his job doing his job and doing it well, but that's putting team above self. And uh, I, I think that, that gets back to everything we talked about before, about how do you get what you want in life by helping enough other people get what they want. But another thing you do is you can only be as positive as the people you surround yourself with. Yes, you may be the most positive person in the world. I believe I'm a pretty doggone positive guy, and I look uh, and search for ways to be more motivating, more inspiring, more uplifting, to help people. That's kind of my whole mission, if you will. And uh, this is the thing. <laughs> Try and figure out what your purpose is, your life purpose. Now, of course, it's easy for me to say that. I didn't always know. I knew I was pretty good. I enjoyed talking. I knew I was pretty good about making people feel better. I knew that I was pretty good about you know dusting myself off after I've been knocked down and uh, beat up. And uh, with that, I was a pretty good athlete, baseball, football, hockey. Hockey was the dream. I was always going to be a pro hockey player. Well, I just wasn't good enough. And boy, oh boy, was that a bitter pill to swallow. But that doesn't mean I didn't give everything I've got, everything I had. And then martial arts, been in martial arts darn near 40 years now. I've traveled all over the country, fought some of the toughest men alive, and uh, I've been knocked down. Heck, I've been beat up more times than most people have been engaged in combat, which <laughs> it is what it is. But on the other side, I've, I've won my fair share as well. The same thing with sporting competitions. So we'll stick with hockey for a minute here. I've lost more games than most people in society have even skated. But on the other side is I've never let those losses become overall defeats. It was a setback. You know what? Even though I gave it all I've got every single time, I probably could have done something better. I probably could have worked with my teammates better. I probably could have bonded better. I probably could have done this better. And that doesn't mean, yeah, I'm a little bit of a perfectionist, but as I get a little bit older, a little more seasoned, I'm trying to become a little wiser, and I've got a little philosophy, a little saying for all you perfectionists out there, it is this, happy but not satisfied, knowing you could always be a little bit better. Or another one is good will never be great, okay? Now, yeah, sometimes you're like, okay, you know what? That's good enough for today. I'm happy with those results. Let's move on tomorrow and make it better. Because whatever, whatever your life is today, it didn't just happen today. It didn't just, poof, here it is. Nothing works that way. It's habits formed time after time after time is what leads to the habits, what leads to who we are today. So I bounced around a little bit there, but hopefully I've given you some pretty good insight on what we're going to talk about, what we're going to be like, and I'm going to talk about people like Tony Romo. I'm going to talk about true leaders with honor, integrity, respect, character, people that are our leaders or should be our leaders, our role models to, for kids to look up to. And as we know, a lot of times, and it's unfortunate, but a lot of times, 
our kids' role models, our kids' mentors, our kids' leaders are people that, woo, you know, maybe they shouldn't be. So as a parent, getting back to what we talked about earlier about communication, you need to talk to your, your kiddos and tell them, hey, I know this person's a tremendous athlete and it's okay, but, you know, I want you to be a better leader. I want you to have better character. I want you to be a better person overall. And, you know, and by simply saying those little things, that's going to help the kiddos out a lot. And guess who else is going to help? You. It's going to help you because you're saying those words. Just like uh, at times I'm giving all these motivational pep talks and speeches and feeling good and inspiring the crowd. and getting, Yeah. Well, I would be like, wow, man, man. Not only I feel great about it, but I started to think, gosh darn, I'm not always a raw. I always try to be a raw, raw guy, but I'm a human being. I've got emotions just like everybody else. So I got a chance to speak with Tony Robbins and uh, ask him about it. I said, Tony, I almost feel like the hypocrite police are going to come lock me up sometimes. I'm rowing these people along, and then bang, I walk out, and I'm hit with the reality of life, and all these different things are capping in. Boy, I'm getting overwhelmed with this, appointments and meetings, and, you know, this is late, and that's overdue. And Tony says, look, why do you think I do it? I'm like, why do you think do what? He goes, the reason I do what I do to motivate and inspire and, and help people believe in themselves is because when I'm saying those words, I'm hearing those words. And he says, I'm helping somebody else. So somebody like you, you can go out there and you can say those words to somebody else and inspire them because you believe in the words I said, but I had to believe in those words myself. And I, def- and I definitely need to hear those words. So he went a little bit further to say, well, who else, is gonna, who's, who else is better to motivate me than me to motivate myself? And at first, I mean, you can think about it, man, that's awfully arrogant. But what, you know what? It's true, though. It's 100% true. Nobody can truly motivate you. They can say these words to you. I can inspire you, but you have to be the one to take action and to move forward. And uh, um, anyway, I'm going to leave you with that thought for a minute. So what we're going to do here, we're going to take a quick little break, and I'll get back with you. When I pick back up here, we're going to start talking about excuses versus solutions and what's the best way to live your best possible life. So chew on that for just a few seconds here, and I'll be right back with you. The King Life Guru Master Rich Grogan here wishing everybody a happy Thanksgiving. So please spend that time with your family. Enjoy that turkey. Gobble, 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 right? But here you go. Take time to reflect. Take plenty of pictures. Sit down and talk to the family and let them know how much you care about them. Because well, I tell you, it comes and goes this year, this time next year. And as we get a little bit older, especially our friends out there, are, you know, my age and older, you know, grandparents start drifting away. It's sad. So enjoy this time with him. Have a blessed Thanksgiving. God bless you and your loved ones. Happy Thanksgiving from the Kickin' Life Guru. Bye-bye. All right, all right, back at you here. So we're going to talk a little bit about excuses or solutions. Now, uh, everybody's got excuses. They truly do. Just ask them. Why didn't they do this on time? Why are you late? Well, if you have kids, ask them. That's where you learn your best excuses, in the case you ran out of some yourself. But here's the deal. Excuses never lead to solutions. So you can't have both, okay? Uh, if you want to, your life's full of excuses, well, keep making excuses and see if anything gets done. Now, I know it sounds harsh, but like I told you before, I'm never going to lie to you here. There's going to be a direct hitter coming at you and let you know, bang, no more excuses because that's not going to help you live your best possible life. Now, excuses, well, if you conditioned yourself to make excuses over and over and over again, that's going to be the first thing that pops in your head. Bang, it's going to come out without thought. It's just going to happen. So do your best. When that excuse starts to come out, stop it. Now, you weren't born making excuses. Those excuses are a habit you formed, and you've conditioned yourself to do it. 
So trying to find solutions after years of making excuses is going to be tough at first. I'm not going to lie to you. But here's the deal. If you want your life to improve, you want to do better than you're doing right now, then you've got to make a change. And a big place to start would be to start trying to find solutions. Now, is it easy? No. Can you do it? Absolutely, yes. But like I just said, you've got to condition yourself to do that. So let me give you an example of, uh, and I, my, my team knows at our martial arts academy and our team members, everybody I work with, they know no excuses, period. And so the t- when they come with you with a problem, they're trying to, well, I don't want to sound like I'm making an excuse or I'm whining, but uh, I don't know how else to pre- present this. I said, well, here's the thing. By you just taking the time to think about it that way, that tells me you didn't just come right out with an excuse. I said, so tell me what the problem is, and now we're going to work together collectively to find an excuse. So if they mess up, they forgot to do something, they forgot to print a report or this or that, they know no excuses are allowed. They just say, hey, I messed up. You know what? I can handle that because we're all human. And that's why I tell them, yeah, you did. But thank you for being honorable enough to admit, now what are we going to do to fix it? And that's the best way to keep moving forward. Because here's the thing. When somebody does something wrong, when I do something wrong, when you do something wrong, it doesn't matter what anybody says to you. They're never going to make you feel any worse than you feel right now. Well, actually, I take that back. They can continue to make you feel worse, which is kind of like kicking a man when he's down or kicking somebody when they're down. So think about that. If that person truly feels bad about what they did and how they screwed up, what what, what, what are you going to get out of trying to hurt them even more? Now, however... They start making excuses and blaming others or blaming this, blaming that. That's when you need to step in and say, hey, that's not going to fix things. Own up to it. Take accountability. and Let's find a solution and move on. And by doing that, I promise you're going to be so much better off. And once again, is it easy? Well, yeah, I can stand here and say it's easy. But the truth is, no, it's not, especially if you've conditioned yourself to make those excuses. So back to what I was going to tell you here. So we had a uh, board-breaking event uh, the other night at our martial arts academy. And, man, i tell you what, it went great, moving right along. And, I don't know, it, i tell you what, it's fun breaking, uh, breaking boards and bricks and everything else. And uh, just kind of a little, I don't want to say disclaimer here, but we're one of the only martial arts academies around that still use real wood. And a lot of people went to balsa wood, uh, which is what they make model airplanes out of. And, you know, that's completely fine. I'm not judging if that's what they want to use. But, darn it, I'm still using the real deal here. Still using real lumber because I want the kids, the students, the adults, and even the parents to know that, man, you have to not only believe in yourself to do it, but you have to have the technical ability, which we'll teach you. But that means you have to work hard and put in the time, effort, and training to be able to do it. And then, of course, you have to have the proper technique in order to break the boards. So anyway, the event's going great. I'm inspiring these kids, and a lot of them, for the very first time, uh, had, had never broke a board before. So, I mean, that's always amazing. The parents are all lit up, and it doesn't always happen in the first try. Sometimes it takes three or four tries, and these kids are like, whoa, this is real wood here. Oh, my gosh. But that perseverance, that battling through, that not giving up, and the, myself and the team motivating and inspiring these kids, you can do this. I believe in you. Say, I can do it. And they're like, I can do it. I said, I want you to look in my eyes and tell me you can do it. I can do it. And some of the kids are crying because they didn't break the first time, not crying out of the physical pain, but just the, the fear and the embarrassment. I mean, it happens to all of us. But then the next thing happened, they broke through that board and the elation on their face, that excitement. And you talk about they had some tears of fear before. Now they got tears of enjoyment and they can't contain themselves. I look over and parents are over there crying. I'm like, yeah, this is what I'm talking about. But that's the, the, the what you get, the power of battling through and never giving up. Because we're going to get knocked down. I'm telling you, life 
can be cruel, extremely cruel. You know, Rocky talks about, and you're going to hear me say this all the time, nothing hits harder in life. And it's not about how hard you can hit, but it's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward, about how much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done, and that's how becoming a champion is done. That's how becoming a leader is done, and that's how standing out is done. But you have to get back up when you've been knocked down. You know the old saying, you get knocked down seven times, you make sure you get your butt up eight times, Okay then try and learn from those. All right. So anyway, back to it. This board breaking night is woo, going awesome. I mean, I, we had 200 and something boards and the uh, place was packed. It was awesome. The instructors are trying some risky breaks they've never done before and they're having some missed attempts, but they're showing the character and integrity and honor just like everybody else and battling through and battling through, not making excuses. So here I come, okay? And I've broke more boards and bricks than <laughs> probably most people alive. And I've had my share of missed attempts as well. So I'm going to do a technique, a double elbow, which is uh, just you kind of have both elbows coming out to the side on four boards. And I've, uh, um, well, I've attempted this one other time. And I did this with uh, the world record uh, breaking champion, Mr. Chip Townsend. And this guy broke, uh, he holds, oh my gosh, I don't know, five, six different world records in breaking. One is he broke four baseball bats with his shin with one kick and another he broke I don't know what it was, 35 boards in eight seconds. It's pretty insane. This guy is a rock star. But anyway, I attempted this break before and uh, was unsuccessful on the first try, but got it on the second one. So I let everybody know, hey, I'm going to do this, and uh, we're going to see what happens. Come up to hit those boards, bang, hit them, nothing. I'm like, okay, all right, no big deal, no big deal. Been inspiring and motivating these other kids to do it. Hit the darn things again, and they still didn't break. I'm like, what the heck? Now, of course, this is live, hitting me dead in the chops. Here I got... I don't know, 150, 200 people packed in here. All these kids are here, and everybody's like, Master Grogan. You know, that's the thought there. So bumped myself up and hit them again, and gosh darn it, they didn't break again. So then I broke them individually, but my goal was to break them at the same time. Well, individually, I just hit one with one elbow and then hit the other one, but I was trying to do it at the same time. And what makes that so tough is it's what's called splitting your energies. You're trying to focus your energies, your efforts, and all your power on two separate targets as opposed to just one. So obviously, it magnifies the, uh, the intensity, and our, uh, uh, intensity of the break. So anyway, the reason I'm telling you this and not to tell you that I battled through. I mean, I guess it's good to hear that. But all these years, I'm conditioning my staff and myself not to make excuses. But guess what? What's the first thing that popped into my mind? It was an excuse. Now, I was proud of myself. I didn't say the excuse because that would have just, you know, all my honor, integrity, and respect and everything else, my character, boop, out the window. But that excuse was right there. So I'm telling you, they're always going to be there. But you have to battle through. You have to condition yourself to not accept those excuses and let those to come out. And what excuses was I going to say? Well, I'm almost embarrassed to tell you, but I'm going to tell you anyway. The excuse was, well, you know, I've been here for five hours working with these kids. I've, I, I, was, uh, I worked 75, 80 hours this week. All those things, bang, 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 were popping into my head. But all they are is excuses. That's not going to help me be who I am. And they're going to say, well, you know, I picked the hardest four boards I could find. And da, 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 da. But it doesn't matter excuses, 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 excuses. And that's not going to ever help me become the person I want to be, nor is it ever going to help you become the person you're going to be. Solutions. So what I say? I simply said, hey, you know what? Shows Master Grogan's human too. For all our friends out there that had a tough time battling through, you battled through, you're successful, I'm very proud of you. Looks like Master Grogan's got some work to do here, and just like we all do. So who thinks they could work on their techniques a little more? All the kids' hands went up. And I said, well, guess what? Master Grogan's got both his hands up because I need some work too. So it was a very humbling experience. 
But you know what? The solution was, I'm going to turn this missed attempt or a little bit of a failed attempt in front of everybody, a little bit of embarrassment, but I'm going to turn this around to help others know that, hey, you know what? It happens to all of us, but you have the choice of giving up or battling through. So find a solution. Yes, it's difficult. Yes, it's much easier just to make an excuse. But I'm telling you, those excuses are not going to get you to where you want to be. They're not going to help you become the person you want to become. And guess what? Those with kids out there, if you're making excuses, who hears those excuses? Your kids. Your kids hear that. So what are they going to do if mom and dad are making excuses? Well, that must be the thing to do. I need to make excuses too. So they're going to start firing out excuses. Before you know it, you got an excuse-ridden family. And then what's going to happen, your kids are going to come up with some doozies, believe me, or your coworkers, or anybody else you work with. And you're going to be like, what in the heck? What, 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 what excuse is that? But then you, hopefully you'll think, oh, my gosh, they learned that from me. <laughs> and that's a real reality check. And sometimes we need that slap in the face. So with excuses, and I mentioned I talk about Jack Canfield's uh, number one uh, principle in his book, Success Principles. And that principle is 100% responsibility and accountability for you, for your actions. Not blaming others, not whining, not crying, not saying it was his fault or her fault. How Whatever happened, and life isn't fair, and it's never going to be fair, but it's how you uh, roll with the punches, so to speak, how you pick yourself back up. But you have to be the one. You can blame people all day long and see how, long, how far that gets you. It's not going to get you any better than you are right now until you start with that man in the mirror, that woman in the mirror, that person you see every day, that person you're going to look at and say, hey, you're better than this. Let's do a better job. And that's where it starts from. So back to the success principles, the number one success principle, accountability. Now, I'm going to share a story with you. I was a teacher for 11 years. I absolutely love teaching. I was a PE teacher. So, you know, uh, it's not like I, I taught really difficult subjects like uh, math or science or, or what else is out there, social studies. PE, but I loved it, and I feel I was pretty good at it. A lot of times the other teachers say, oh, what do you know? You're just a PE teacher. I say, well, yeah, but I, I blow the whistle very well. I'm good at blowing the whistle. But I was also good at inspiring and motivating kids and also talking about with the kiddos here, accountability and responsibility, being nice, helping one another out. You know, the kids that are the superstar athletes, you know what? I treated them the same as I treated the kids that never held a football before or never uh, um, <laughs> didn't even know how to hold a baseball bat. I use the athletes, say, look, what you're going to do is to get better at what you want to be, a better athlete, you're going to help this little guy here, this little girl here become better. By helping them, not only is it the right thing to do, but it's going to help you understand a little bit better what you're doing. And that's you know part of being a teacher, such a beautiful thing, because it's one thing to know something. It's one thing to think you know how to do something, but it's a whole other thing to teach somebody else how to do it. And if you're able to do that, Oh my gosh, teaching somebody is what solidifies your knowledge on that activity or that sport because now you got to think of ways to put it in terms that they understand. So uh, those out there that are listening, you're probably saying, well, what does that have to do with me? It has everything to do with you because regardless what your special ability is, what your talent is, what you do for a job, it's one thing to know it. It's another thing to teach somebody else. So I highly encourage if you have kids, help teach them, talk with them. We talked about communication earlier but then it's gonna help you become stronger and more knowledgeable. Now, who couldn't use more knowledge? We all could use more knowledge. The more knowledgeable you are, obviously the more we know, the more we know, the greater our power, or greater our influence, and the more our influence is, hopefully we're impacting others in a positive way, but yet it's gonna help us as well. 
You're telling me there's one employer out there that doesn't want somebody who continues to educate, who continues to get better, and continues to have more knowledge? You know, it's tough out there finding jobs, especially a job you want. So you got to continue to show your employer what you're capable of and why they should keep you. And employers, if you want to grow your business, you know, entrepreneurs, you got to continue to self-educate and continue to grow your business, grow your life, grow your knowledge. So back to the teaching point. This always happens. And this is, in, in, yeah, I'm going to use a child here, not even by, <laughs> by his name, but just a child. I want you to think about how this reflects on you. There's always a kiddo, and it seems like every class, at the very beginning of the year is, is crying. They're scared. They, they want their mommy. They're afraid. And those things happen. You know, my son, <laughs> uh, my youngest son, Emmett, was like that. He, uh, and, and the thing is, he's an extremely outgoing kid. But for whatever reason, this was something that was a stretch for him. He had a difficult time with it. But you know what? We positive motivation, but also tell him, hey, buddy, we got to do this thing, you know? And he overcame those fears. We helped him out with it. Meanwhile, there's always a kid that uh, is crying, always. What happens is the first day of school, there's 25 kids in a class. All 24 kids are over around this one kid, and they're like, oh, and I'm just going to say Johnny. Johnny, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. Well, next day the kid cries. Next day the kid cries. Now a week's gone by. Now a month goes by. We'll get fewer and fewer kids are going over to console Johnny. Then they're, they have a party, and a room mother comes in, and Johnny's over there crying again. And she goes, oh, why is Johnny over there crying? And the kids will say this. Oh, that's just Johnny. He's over there crying. It's what he does every day. After so many times of you crying, people are going to start just, well, it's just Johnny over there crying. So think about maybe yourself. Are you one that whines, cries, complains all the time at work? And you're wondering maybe nobody wants to hang out with you. Nobody wants to talk to you. You're always by yourself. It, can't, it could be because, oh, that's just Johnny over there crying again. That's what I mean when I say take 100% accountability and responsibility for your life. Now, somebody should help Johnny out and say, Johnny, this isn't the way to do it, buddy. I know you're sad, but, man, I want you to be over here playing with your friends. Well, you know, there's a big difference between nurturing and neutering and all these other things. But we're not helping Johnny become his best. So the same thing, if you've got an employee that's doing that, you're not going to get much productivity out of them. They're not going to be their very best. It's not going to help you. And you as a boss, if you're whining and complaining and crying to your employees, oh, my gosh, <laughs> what kind of message are you sending? So back to the point I was bringing up, excuses or solutions, no whining, no crying, accept accountability, accept responsibility, and live your best life. Be your very best. But guess what? Who does it start with? Who does it start with? You're listening in a car, yell it. It starts with me looking in that mirror. Now, if you're driving, please don't look in the rearview mirror and have an accident. But think about when you get home. You look in that rearview mirror. Say, it starts with me. I want to be the best I can be. I'm going to be the best I can be because I believe in me. I respect me. Now, respect is a whole other thing. You're going to have me talk so much about respect because that is what is missing in society today at all levels. doesn't matter if it's a child, a teenager, an adult. I am going to attack the uh, the elderly because they were brought up in an era of more respect than I'll ever know about. But respect, and that respect starts with respecting yourself. If you respect yourself, you're going to have respect others. But if you have zero respect for yourself, the way you talk, the amount of self-educating you do, the amount of influences you watch on TV, the media, uh, what you do in your free time, if all these things are negative and they're not helping you become your very best, you're really disrespecting yourself. And it's similar to looking in the mirror. Look in the mirror and say, you know what? I don't like you. You're ugly. You're dumb. You're an idiot. 
Don't do those things. Okay, that's disrespecting yourself. Now, few people would do that, although a lot of people unfortunately do. But when you don't respect yourself, that's essentially what you're doing. You're looking in that mirror and calling yourself names. You're putting yourself down. So show some respect. Now, I'm not saying you can just snap your finger, flip a switch, and suddenly I went from not respecting myself. Now I respect myself. It's a continual process. But guess what? It didn't happen overnight. But it won't take as long to get back to respecting yourself. It will take time. And the thing is... Uh, being consistent and persistent about it, not giving up, but don't do those things. Look at that beautiful person that God created in the mirror and learn your purpose. Figure it out. Is it easy? No. Start writing things down or start thinking about what you like to do best. What am I good at? What do I enjoy? And that's your purpose. But that all starts with respecting yourself enough to look for it. All right. So respect. Look in the mirror. Praise yourself. You know, it may be funny at first, and you heard me talk before about the Saturday Night Live skit, looking in the mirror, I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, and gosh darn it, people like me. Now, that is goofy. I laughed at that. I still laugh at that every time I tell somebody I look in the mirror. But you know what? It had a pretty doggone good message. And if you need to do that, do that for nothing other than to look at that person in the mirror and hold that person accountable. Look at that person in the mirror and say, you know what? Today's going to be your day. You're going to do better today than you did yesterday. You're going to help somebody today. All right. So... Wow, I've been going at it here. Hopefully you're inspired and motivated. That's my whole goal here. And once again, I'm going to do my part to inspire and motivate. But darn it, you got to do your part and take these words I'm saying to you. Take them to heart and believe in yourself and take those action steps. And the first action step I'm leaving you with here is no more excuses. I've heard Zig Ziglar talk about uh, with, with his talking. He said he can talk up to 240 words a minute and with uh, gust up to 500 words a minute. I don't know if I'm as great as Zig Ziglar. I, I, I back up here. <laughs> I am not as great as Zig Ziglar is. But you know what? I'm using his tools, his message to motivate and inspire because he's really inspired me and in everything that I, that I do and try to accomplish. So you out there, if you're in your car, wait till you get to a stoplight. Look in the mirror, tell yourself, you're going to have your best day. If you're listening at home, man, get your butt up out of bed. Get your butt off the couch. Look in the mirror. I believe in me. I'm going to do something for me today. Now, it's one thing to say it. It's a completely another thing to do it. But nothing happens without action. I'm going to tell you, share something I never learned in high school, unfortunately. I, you know what? Uh, that, that'll be a whole, whole segment on another podcast. I'll leave you with this, though. I... Um, in high school, I probably wasn't the best student, okay? I, I just I goofed off a lot and other things. And you probably said, well, man, you're telling me to do this and you were this. And hey, I'm owning up to it. I made mistakes. I shared that with you. I've made a ton of mistakes. They were wrong. And by making those mistakes and making those poor choices, I would work <laughs> 10 times as hard to overcome those. So hopefully if any teenager listening out there, you hear this and you say, well, you know what? I can mess up all I want. I can always change it later. But I'm saying, Why? You got knowledge. You got somebody that's trying to help you. Somebody's trying to help you become better. Why do you want to fight a battle that you don't have to fight? Learn now, and so you don't have to overcome those obstacles, overcome those hurdles. So back to high school, I'm the kind of guy that made the top half of the class possible because I wasn't in the top half of class, and it wasn't because I couldn't have been. It's just because I, you know what? There's no excuse. I almost made an excuse. See there. Right there. Well, because I grew up on a farm, and well, because you know I had to do this, and well, because excuses. Has that done anything to help what <laughs> happened in high school? No. But what I have done is I found that, you know what, I can make excuses all day long. It's not going to change the fact I need to overcome, battle through, uh, overcome these adversities and challenges. So that's what I'm sharing with you. Find solutions, not excuses. 
Okay, so just a reminder, uh, you can find this podcast. You're listening to it right now, which I'm so grateful and so thankful. But there's a ton of other podcasts on Lineup Media Group. That's Lineup Media FM. And I'm also starring on, oh, starring, listen to me. I'm also on another podcast with uh, Jono and Steve-O, the Cowboys podcast. That's uh, the Dallas Cowboys who are eight and one. And that is found at cowboyspodcast.com. It's also on the Lineup Media Group. And this one, make sure you please Look up uh, our Facebook page, Kickin' Life Guru, on Facebook. And uh, also with our martial arts page is uh, grogansmartialarts.com. Well, that's a website, I guess. The Facebook page is Grogan's Martial Arts. And with that, with the Kickin' Life Guru page and the martial arts page, every day we start things off with a motivational, inspirational quote uh, or message to help you become your very best. And that's kind of our message, our theme, our motto, our uh, mission statement, our, our why. Why do we do what we do? And you're going to hear we reference this a lot. And simply because this is what I want for myself and want for my team to do. We want to make society, not only our community, but our society, a happier, healthier, and safer place to live. And we're going to do that through positive motivation, physical fitness, because you got to have the fitness in there. you got to have the physical fitness in there in order to feel better about yourself. And, well practical self-defense, and that's part of the hand-to-hand combat and things. And the self-defense is not to teach you to go out and beat the tar out of somebody else, but it is teaching you to believe in yourself with courage and confidence, to stand up for yourself, and also stand up and protect those in need, those that maybe cannot protect themselves. Now, how we do all this, how we make this all happen, is by inspiring you, inspiring others, inspiring students, kids and adults to believe in themselves to respect themselves, to live their best possible life, their best kicking life. And the whole thing about the kicking life, yeah, it's got a little martial arts uh, uh, back in, or I guess uh, <laughs> a kick in there, if you will. But the whole thing about that is I'm going to kick you in the tail. I'm going to kick you around if I need to, get you off that deck, kick you off the floor and say, darn it, you're going to live your best kicking life, and I'm going to do everything I can to help you. But it doesn't matter what I do, doesn't matter what the team does, doesn't matter what anybody else does, you have to do it for you. No one else can do it for you. So I'm going to take a short little break here. I'll be back with a little wrap-up with everything we talked about in just a minute. In the meantime, next time you pull over, look in that mirror. I believe in you. You can do it. Okay, okay, well, back at you here, and uh, producer John in studio, I was talking about here, I'm standing up doing this podcast, which is, and you can hopefully tell I'm pretty energetic here, and I was asking him, I said, you know what, Uh, if we had a head mic I could use instead of just talking to this microphone, I could really bring out some enthusiasm, and he threw it right back at me, he goes, is that an excuse? I'm like, whoa, I said, good one, I'm glad you're listening, but I said, no, that's not an excuse, that's just a solution on how to bring more uh, excitement to the podcast here, so there you go, I guess it was an excuse, but here I kind of twisted things around and found a solution that I want to bring more to the table and give you guys everything I've got. So just kind of a a wrap-up here, it's a, I don't know, I don't want to say a lengthy wrap-up, but we're going to try and review some of the stuff we talked about, and it all gets back to, and you're going to hear this every single time, because I think this is what Well, all of us need to hear that little extra belief in yourself, that motivation to believe that you can do it. Here we go. You were born different than anybody else. There's over 7 billion. Now, I want you to think about that for a minute. 7 billion people in this world. There's only one of you. There will never, ever 
be anybody. And this is something I tell the kids at studio all the time. I even had the parents stand up. We got these big, beautiful mirrors at the academy there. And I said, I want you to look in the mirror. I want you to say, hey, hey, you. Hey, you. I believe in you. And the kids say, I believe in you. You can do anything. You can do anything. You're awesome. You're the coolest. You're the greatest. And you look good. And I'll keep going. And then the look good part, like, whoa, what, what was that all about? I said, come on, say it. You look good. And it's funny. It's laughing. Everybody's having a good time. But darn it, you're saying those words and you're hearing those words. And that's no different than disrespecting yourself and calling yourself, oh, what an idiot. You're so dumb. I can't believe you did that. Well, you're saying those words. Bang, it's in your mind. And when you say them out loud, your kids hear it. Your coworkers hear it. And what do they think? What do they, they know that you think about yourself? And then what are you telling them to think about you? So that's powerful. Believe in yourself. Anyway. Seven, over seven billion people, one of you. No one will have the talents that you have. No one will have the special gifts that you have. What are those gifts? I don't know. I don't know you. (laughs) Once again, I'm going to be honest. I'm not going to blow smoke at you and tell you you've got this, this, and this going when I don't know who the heck you are. But you do. And no one else can tell you that either. Only you can, only you know you. Not sure if you've got a companion or a partner you've been with for a long time, they may know you. But no one ever is going to know you as well as you know you. But you have to be honest about that. Seven billion people, one you. What God-given ability, what talent do you have that nobody else has? And now some of you out there are going to say, well, I don't know. I've heard this nonsense before. It doesn't work on me. It doesn't affect me. It does. It truly, truly does. But you have to believe it. And here's the thing. If people are turning this off and, you know, a few people like that Rich Grogan guy, that kicking life, whatever the heck he thinks he is, well, that's your opinion, and that's fine. And I started this thing off talking about those things used to hurt me, and to be honest, it still does. But I know I posted something the other day on Facebook, which I probably shouldn't have done, but it's how I truly feel about honor, integrity, respect, and character. And I got a few troll haters throwing some nice <laughs> – I got a couple nice emails. I'm like, wow, man, oh, man, that was good stuff. It wasn't good stuff. It was hurtful. And, of course, you know, here I'm a fighter. I'm I'm, I'm not going to lie to you here. 15, 20 years ago, maybe I would have handled things differently. But, really, what good is that now? Well, guess what? So I lost a couple followers. I gained another 15. So something else Jack Canfield said and something else all the other mentors I've talked to You be you. You be who you are. You be who God made you to be, and you will attract the right people. And the right people will bring you out even more and help you become more of who you are. Now, some of you have heard this before. Some of you haven't. You're going to hear it now, and you're going to hear a lot more. You are a product. You are a part, a percentage of the four to five people you surround yourself with the most. So if you surround yourself with four or five successful people, four or five positive thinking people, four or five motivated, inspired people, guess what? You're going to be the fifth one or the sixth one. It's going to be you. The same on the other side. You surround yourself with four or five negative Nellies or Natalies or whatever the negative uh, name is nowadays. You surround yourself with four of them, five of them. You surround yourself with four people that all they do is complain and make excuses. You surround yourself with four or five people. All they do is, you know, uh, go out and party and drink and smoke all the time. They do nothing as far as their health and conditioning and exercising. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Oh, uh, Director uh, uh, John there, Negative Nancy, he just put up there. So there we go, Negative Nancy. Okay, thank you. So anyway, if you're hanging around with Negative Nancy and her brother, Negative Ned, is that who his brother is? (laughs) 
I got the approval, so it's negative Ned, negative Nancy. Of course, you guys can type in, call in, write in, whatever, and give me whatever else. But anyway, the whole point is don't hang around with those people, okay, because you will be the fifth one. It's just how it is. So it doesn't matter how positive and strong you are, you're going to be pulled down. The influence of the many is going to make you uh, a part of that. So look at your circle of friends. Look at your circle of influence and who you're hanging around with. And I promise it is having a direct impact on your life. And, of course, the old thing is an excuse. Here we go. Well, I can't just drop all my friends. Then who am I going to uh, hang around with? I don't have anybody the way it is. Well, if your friends are all negative Nancys and negative Neds, man, <laughs> They're not doing any good for you anyway, but making you feel worse about yourself, okay? You attract who you are, okay? And if the people you're attracting, maybe, maybe you're the negative Ned or negative Nancy. Now, I'm sure that's going to strike a chord with a few of you. Say, hey, man, you had us going, feeling pretty good. Now you're calling me names. I'm not calling you names. I'm just saying look in the mirror once again. The same thing I've been saying for the last 45, 50 minutes. Believe in you, but look in the mirror and know and be honest with yourself. So, Back to the 7 billion. I know we're bouncing all over the place here, but seven over 7 billion people in the world, only one has your talents, only one has your passion. Maybe you're an athlete, maybe you're not. Maybe you're gifted as far as in the arts and music, maybe you're not. Maybe you're a gifted singer, maybe you're not. But you have got something that nobody else has, and only you have. Utilize that God-given gift. Now, I can't tell you what it is. You have to figure it out on your own. But when you do, you know, there's old say Mark Twain said this. He said the two most important days in a person's life, the day they were born and the day they figure out why they were born. Wow. Now, is that powerful or what? Think about that. Two most important days, the day you were born and the day you figure out why you were born, figure out who you are. Now, my little uh, hang up with the education system, just a little bit here. Now, I, like I said, I was teaching for 11 years. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Teachers work extremely hard. For those who've never been on the other side of the fence, it's tough. The model we've created now is this cookie-cutter model, cookie-cutter mold. Everybody's in the same cookie. We're not. Seven billion people, there's only one of you. Don't let yourself be a cookie, in the cookie mold there. Now, I've got a book that's coming out real, real soon. It's called Square Peg, Round Hole. Why try to fit in when you're born to stand out? And you can bet I'm talking about that cookie-cutter mold. Be who you were born to be. Now, you don't have to be as wild and extreme as I am. I mean, I, I also use an example. I've spilt not only all over the doggone cookie sheet, but I'm still burning on the bottom of the stove. But that's <laughs> I figured out who I was. And I used to be, I don't say embarrassed by that, but I just didn't know how to take it. But now that I do, that's why I'm doing this podcast. That's why I'm going out giving speeches after speeches and trying to motivate and inspire people. Believe in yourself. You're different. You were born to be different. Utilize those God-given abilities to be your very, very best. Okay. Well, we're going to wrap this one up. Please look for the podcast. Share this podcast with your friends. And uh, you know what? Offer some feedback, comments. You know, maybe there's something I can try and help you with. And once again, I can give you the tools, but you have to help yourself. Share that with us as well. We're found at lineupmedia.fm and the podcast kickinlifepodcast.com. I can't wait to talk to you again, as always end, with every one of my speeches, messages, and I mean this sincerely. You get out there and do what you do best, and I promise you'll be your very best. Have a blessed day, everybody. Can't wait to talk to you again real soon. And you know what? You don't have to listen to this one time. You can listen to this as many times as you want. I would like that. Talk to you real soon, everybody. Have a blessed day. Bye-bye. 
Thank you very much, everybody, for listening to another exciting Kickin' Life podcast. This is Master Rich Grogan, your Kickin' Life guru, reminding you you can find our podcast online at kickinlifepodcast.com or through iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcast. Tune in next week, another exciting show coming your way. In the meantime, you get out there and do what you do best, and I promise you'll be your very best. Have a blessed day, everybody. Talk to you real soon. This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.